Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary. The Dictionary. I didn't think about what my sound effect is going to be. Maybe something will pop in my head later. This is the second section of page 314. Uh, yeah, okay. So, the first word is doll sheep. Or maybe maybe it's more doll. I, I like doll. D-A-L-L with a capital D. And then the word sheep. It's two words. Doll sheep. Noun. From 1887. A large, white, wild sheep of Alaska and northern British Columbia. And it is called also doll's sheep with an apostrophe S. This species name is Ovis Dali, O-V-I-S, and then Dali is D-A-L-L-I. This is from, this guy got to name the sheep, William H. Dahl, D-A-L-L. He was an American naturalist, and he died in 1927, long time ago, almost 100 years ago. Dahl sheep, maybe we got a poster picture, poster picture, poster picture, of a doll sheep. Does it look different than all the other sheep? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. Um, we have a few animals in this episode, um, but because this is the first one, it gets first choice, uh, so I'll just go, Mah. we'll do a, a kind of sheep sound. Next is, oh, doll's porpoise, or it is, as it's spelled, porpoise. D-A-L-L apostrophe S. It is, is it from the same doll? You know what? I think it is. Noun from 1951. A black and white porpoise of temperate and Arctic waters of the rim of the North Pacific Ocean. Called also doll porpoise. So the, the sheep was doll sheep, sometimes called doll's sheep. This one is doll's porpoise, sometimes called doll porpoise. It's flip-flopped. I wonder why. Uh, they're black and white. We'll post a picture. They're up in the north. The water's the rim of the North Pacific Ocean. And actually, this sheep was also kind of way up there. The Alaska, northern British Columbia. So maybe uh, William H. Dahl lived up in that area. Or at least just worked up there. The scientific name is Phoconoides Dali. So the sheep and the porpoise have the same second part because they're both named after Dahl. <laughs> Next is Dali. Or dally? Yeah, I think it's dally. Dally dally. This is a verb from the 15th century, and I think it's just intransitive. That's all I'm seeing. Number 1A. To act playfully, especially to play amorously or amorously. Now, I feel like we had a similar word... It's been a little while since I recorded. I'm looking back. We had dainty. I don't know. For some reason, it feels um, sort of sort of similar to something I read maybe a couple of weeks ago. Not sure what it was, but you you may know what I'm talking about. I'd have to re-listen to the old episodes. So dally, just playfully acting, maybe amorously with much love, dallying about. B one B to deal 
lightly. To deal lightly. What does that mean? The synonym is toy. So does that mean you're toying with something? I don't know what... I don't... To deal lightly. Like to deal with something lightly? Maybe. As in, maybe this example will help. Accused him of dallying with a serious problem. So it's just not not taking something as serious as you should. It's too light. It, you're, you're toying around with a serious problem. 2A. To waste time. I think this podcast is a good way to dally your day away. It's, it's not that much of a waste, though. It's very educational and oh-so-hilarious. Wasting time, just dally. You know what? I think we all need this. I need to force myself to do a little bit more dallying, I think. I'm always go-do-stuff now. To be, the synonyms are linger and dawdle. Dawdle and dally, linger. More synonyms for everything. They are uh, trifle and delay. Yeah, maybe you're dallying and you get delayed. It's a dally delay. Ah, I've been dally delayed. And trifle. Trifle, yeah, I feel like that's more just kind of lighthearted, playful, kind of. Dallier, that is a noun. People like to dally. Next is Dalmatian. D-A-L-M-A-T-I-A-N. 1824 noun. Any of a breed of medium-sized dogs having a white, short-haired coat with many black or brown spots. How many? Just many. I wonder if they've done a study on how many spots a Dalmatian has, and if they test a lot of them, is there an average number? Is there a range? Oh, why am I so curious about this now? Maybe we'll maybe we'll we'll look into that and see if anybody has done that. The let's see Dalmatian. There was no species name, but there is some etymology. It is from the supposed origin of the breed in Dalmatia. Where is that on a map? Maybe we got to put that in the show notes too. Dalmatia, or is it Dalmatia? Dalmatia. No clue. It is fascinating that they were able to make a breed of dogs that has white hair and basically polka dots. I actually saw two Dalmatians today. I don't normally see Dalmatians out in the wild, but we went to a, um, a, a thing for, that was hosted by the animal shelter in our town, and it was, I think it was a fundraiser, and they had like an agility contest for the dogs. It was all very, you know, not too serious. It was fun. And uh, sorry for the lip smack there, but yeah, there were a couple, so many dogs. Whew, so many dogs. All different kinds, including a couple Dalmatians. That's it for Dalmatians. We'll post a picture. <laughs> Next is Dalmatic. Dalmatic. Noun from before the 12th century. One. A wide-sleeved overgarment with slit sides worn by a deacon or prelate. Or prelate? Prelate. Uh, I think I know what this is. I think I've seen people 
wear these things. It's like a big poncho, right? And then there's big open sides. The sleeves are very wide. Yeah. Dalmatic. Number two. A robe worn by a British sovereign at his or her coronation. This is from, let's see, the Latin. It's the feminine of Dalmaticus, which means Dalmatian. Hmm, I wonder if that's all then related to the location Dalmatia, or however we pronounce that. I still don't know where it is. I haven't done the research that happens after I record. You're not going to get it in the middle. Not usually, at least. Dalmatic. It would be great if it was white with black polka dots. That's a missed opportunity. I wonder how the Dalmatian... Back to the... How did they make this thing? Because it all, it, they're all bred... All the all the breeds have been bred. That's why they're called breeds. They all come from wolves. So did they just get like one that had maybe white fur with some sort of black splotches and then another one and then they bred them together and it just eventually became this? And is it is that specific to that location or is it just a coincidence? I can't imagine there's other white black spotted things out there. All right, we got to move on. We got lots lots to get through. Bah. Next is Dalsenio. Dal is the first word, and then Senio, S-E-G-N-O. That is the second word. Adverb from circa 1854. It is used as a direction in music to return to the sign that marks the beginning of a repeat. And... I'm remembering that when I had uh, the episode with my dad, there was another one. Where is it? Da 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 da. Where was da da capo? Here we go. Da capo. From the beginning, used as a direction of music to repeat. And then this one is dalseño, and it tells you to go to the sign that marks the beginning of the repeat. So not just to the beginning, but there's a very specific place in the song that you got to go to. And, uh, and there's a, a sign there. We, I, is it the two-dot sign? Is it a different kind of sign? Not sure. Maybe we'll post a thing in the, on the social media. And then uh, this Italian phrase, it just me. it's Italian. That's why I just said. It means from the sign. So it's literally telling you to go to the sign. Play this again from the sign. Okay. Next is Dalton. Dalton. D-A-L-T-O-N. Noun from circa 1928. The synonym is atomic mass unit. And this is used chiefly in biochemistry. So I guess one atomic mass unit is a Dalton... And it's named after a person, of course it is. And it's a man, of course it is. Because that's usually how it went for a very, very long time. John Dalton, English chemist, died in 1844. They, he was so, so important in the world of atomical things that the atomic mass unit was named after him. Okay, I kind of feel like I want to go back to... Atomic mass unit, because is it going to say specifically what it is? It probably won't, but I would like to know a little bit more detail. Is this... Now, I took chemistry a long, long time ago, 
so I don't remember the specifics. Um, is it is one atomic mass unit? Is that one atom with one proton and neutron and electron, or is it something else? Okay, I think I'm on the right page. Atomic, atomic mass unit. Okay, a unit of mass. Oh, I'm not going to understand this. A unit of mass for expressing masses of atoms, molecules, or nuclear particles equal to one twelfth the mass of a single atom of the most abundant carbon isotope, 12C. So it's it's one twelfth of a, a carbon isotope, and it's a Dalton. All right, that's good enough. Next is dam. D-A-M, first form, noun from the 13th century. I'm just remembering that we are going to have a guest in the next episode, assuming the schedule happens. Uh, Next week, I think next week, I am supposed to record literally a few days before this episode airs, before tomorrow's episode airs. uh, We have scheduled to record it. And uh, uh, let's see, what what do I want to say? I don't know. We'll just talk about it later. But I think it'll be fun and highly educational. All right. So DAM, D-A-M, 13th century, the female parent of an animal and especially of a domestic animal. This is from the Middle English DAM or DAME, which means lady or DAM. And there's more at the word damn with an E, which will be in tomorrow's episode, actually. So I, this is not one of those words that I really hear that much, especially when we're talking about just animals or humans. Humans are animals, but either one. Uh, I think I typically hear dame, just not that I hear that word very often either. I mean, I really don't. But if I'm going to hear one, I'm going to hear dame. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is, this one is slightly new to me. They probably use it more with animals these days. Like maybe a sheep. Second form of dam is a noun from the 14th century. One, a body of water confined by a barrier. And I have a feeling the barrier is also called a dam. So the water that has been dammed by the dam is a dam. Interesting. I don't think I would have known that. Number 2A. A barrier preventing the flow of water or of loose solid materials as soil or snow. So it's going to stop the water or just loose solid materials. Especially a barrier built across a watercourse for impounding water. Why do people build dams? The Hoover Dam. Did they build it so they could put a city next to it? So they could use the hydroelectric power that is produced from the water going through the dam for for energy purposes? Uh, It's such a big dam. I mean, there's a lot of big dams. I just like saying the word dam. But it's so big that I feel like it must, I don't know anything about that area. I've never visited, I've never read up on it, but I just find it so fascinating. And, you know, other than being able to put a city by water and using the energy from the hydroelectric energy maker thing, 
What is the purpose of putting in a dam? What is, what is the purpose of a beaver putting in a dam? I know they're very important to areas. I was just talking to my cousin who was learning about them and how they're so important. And, you know, every animal is important. But what specifically, what, what, what's going on with the dams? Interesting. It's a thing that happens in nature, and we thought that would be a good idea. Was it? Is it? Sometimes we take things too far, I think. Where were we? Number two, B, a barrier to check the flow of liquid, gas, or air. Just anything that's going to stop those things from flowing. Trying to stop a gas, you have to have a very good dam for that. Liquid, still pretty good. Gas, it's even finer particles. It's going to get through more. So this is from the Old English, for demon, which means to stop up. To stop up. For demon. Next is the third form of dam, transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to provide or restrain with a dam. I think I said that wrong. It should, the, the emphasis, the timing should be different. It should be to provide or restrain with a dam. As in, dam a river. Dam a river with a dam to make a dam. Number two, to stop up. Synonym is block. As in, damming up their emotions. I think I'm pretty good at damming up my emotions, but I probably shouldn't be. Don't know why. That's just how life goes. Next is the fourth form of dam, abbreviation for... We had one of these before that was a little weird to me. It is uh, for decameter, D-E-K-A, and uh, that would be, I believe, 10 meters. Why don't we use this one very often? I feel like we never hear it. 10 meters would be a decameter, or would it be a tenth of a meter? Hmm, wait a minute. Which one is it? A kilometer, a kilometer is a thousand meters. A millimeter is, a, is one thousandth of a meter. decimeter yeah isn't that a tenth or is this different oh i wonder if it's maybe if it's this different spelling maybe it's bigger maybe a deca with a k is 10 meters and decimeter is one tenth or 10 what it it's you know it's one of those things it's 10 centimeters that's what it is but we are not going to get to learn about this until the DEK section, which is, you know, it's a ways, it's pages away. It's so many pages away. So we'll have to figure that out later because we can't do it now. <laughs> Next is the first form of the word damage. Noun from the 14th century. One, loss or harm resulting from injury to person, property, or reputation. You don't want that reputation damaged. That's the worst. Loss or harm. If you lose something, something has been damaged, you lo- you, you're losing something because your person, property, or reputation has been injured. This uh, definitely gets used in the legal world. I don't know how, but they, they say these words, I hear. Number two is plural. Compensation in money imposed by law for loss or injury. And so, yes... If you have damage, if you have the loss, 
you will get damages. They, why'd they use the same word? Not sure why. Seems kind of silly to me. But if you are owed damages, you will get your damages for the things that were damaged. I'm just, I really want to just make these words sound very strange to you. The word damage specifically. Three, synonyms are expense and cost. As in, what's the damage? He asked the waiter. Haven't we all said this? It's so old now. We should stop saying it. What's the damage? What's What do I got to pay? There's other phrases like that, aren't there? All right. Um, nothing, uh, nothing too interesting in the etymology. So, we got to move on to the sound effect, which is... That, that failed. Second form of damage. Transitive verb from the 14th century. To cause damage to. As in, a couple examples. First example. Don't damage the furniture. Please. Quit with the damaging of the things. Hopping on the bed, maybe don't do that. We don't want to break the bed, break a leg. That actually happened to me. I wasn't damaging the furniture, but somebody else jumped on my bed, and the middle cracked. It happened. Quit damaging my stuff. Uh, Also, as in the example, returning soldiers damaged by war. That is a much more serious example. Physically damaged, emotionally damaged, mentally damaged. That happens way too often, and our society is not so great at helping these people. I really don't know enough about this, but I know enough to know that they don't get enough help when they come back. We're working on it. There is progress being made. There is. But we're just not quite there yet, are we, with like everything else? Um, A synonym is the word injure. Damage, to cause damage to, to cause injury to. Damageability is a noun that sounds like something in a role-playing game that I don't play, but it sounds like one of those bars. How many points do you have? What's your damageability? Is that the thing that you you can damage another thing? You're the ability measured in a scale of y- your skills to damage a thing, or is it how easy you are damaged? Which one is it? Damager is a noun. <laughs> Next is damage control. Two words. Noun from 1943. Measures taken to offset or minimize damage by reputation, credibility, or public image caused by a controversial act, remark, or revelation. Something happens and you gotta fix it. Right? That's a very simple way to say that. What's the dictionary way? We should read it again. Measures taken, so this is the thing that you're doing, to offset or minimize damage to reputation, credibility, or public image caused by a controversial act, remark, or revelation. So this is backwards. The last thing is what happens first. You you said something. You did something. Act, remark, or revelation. It was controversial. I hope... I have never said anything like this, but I probably have, and I hope never to do this. I hope never to do damage control. But if I really want to, maybe someday. We'll see. I don't think I would, though. 
so you say a thing is controversial. Your public image has been uh, mauled, has been damaged. So you got to do something. Something's got to be done. Measures need to be taken to offset those problems. I wonder what the first time was they used damage control in 1943. Probably related to the war. Who? 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 Next. It is damaged goods. Two words. Pretty sure every single human is can be considered damaged goods, which means none of us are damaged. This is a noun from 1807. A person considered to be flawed or spoiled in character, efficiency, or worth. I don't think we are damaged goods. I think that... I think that we think we are damaged goods. I feel like everybody... Well, most, not everybody. Most people probably don't have as high of a view of themselves as they should. And uh, feel good about yourself. So um, you're, you're not damaged goods. We're all perfect. Just like this sheep. <laughs> Next is damaging. Now I really want to know how an actual sheep sounds, because I don't know. I don't, I just not sure. <laughs> Okay, the next word is damaging, adjective from circa 1828, causing or able to cause damage. Causing or able to cause damage. Oh, so damaging, that thing you said about me, that was injurious to me. Injurious is a synonym. As in, has a damaging effect on wildlife. What does? Killing beavers? Because we were talking about that before. That's what was going on. There's uh, all, the, all the people all those years ago killed all the beavers, and then there was problems. Let's uh, let's not do that. Yeah, taking killing the wolves. You got you put the wolves back in. Everything's are better. <laughs> Everything's are better. Things get better. The this this other form, this adverb form, is damagingly. It is the word dammer. Dammer? Yeah, dammer. D-A-M-A-R or D-A-M-M-A-R. One M's, two M's. Noun from 1698. Any of various resins used in varnishes and inks and obtained chiefly in Malaya and Indonesia from several timber trees. And the families of those trees are Dipterocarpaceae and Berseraceae. I'm not sure what those are. This is a Malay word, dammer. Um, so it's the resins and varnishes and inks. Wait, no, resins used in varnishes and inks. Uh, yeah. Hmm. This is like old school writing, painting, they figured out they could take this stuff from these trees probably hundreds, thousand, probably thousands of years ago and figured out that they could, they could use it in a way. They could make art. <laughs> Last word, Damascene. Damascene, or 
Damascene. First syllable or last syllable can be emphasized. Damascene. Damascene. This is the last word, noun from the 14th century. First form. I don't think I said that. Um, only just only just the one form today. D-A-M-A-S-C-E-N-E. I don't think I said that. Number one is capitalized. A native or inhabitant of Damascus. I believe we are going to... Hmm. At some point. Number two. The characteristic markings of domestic steel, which probably comes from Damascus. Where is that? I don't know. I want to say it's Greece, but I'm not sure if that's correct. I feel like the Mediterranean, but also could be wrong. We are going to learn more about Damascene and Damascus-y things in tomorrow's episode, so you're just going to have to wait. Um, Let's see. Now, I'm looking... Aha. Five, six, seven, eight. Okay. I Sorry. Got confused. I'm going to have to fix that. So, that was it for the words, which were doll sheep, doll's porpoise, dally, dalmatian, dalmatic, dalseño, dalton, damn, 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 damage, damage, damage control, damaged goods, damaging, dammer, and Damascene. The, um, the one, the one that I will pick as the word of the episode is the one that I'm going to come up with very soon. Hmm. Not interested in these. I am so sorry. Should I should I go through them one by one? That would be silly. Because uh, th- I don't know. This this one's not really jumping out at me. Uh, we've got doll sheep, no. Doll's porpoise, no. Dally, maybe. Dalmatian, they're great. Sorry, y- you're mixed in with the other animals. Dalmatic, nah. Dalsenio, I like music, but no. Dalton, damn, damn, I mean, dams, the things, they're holding up the water, I guess they're good, but I don't know enough. Maybe we don't need them. The energy is great. I, li- I do like getting the energy from them, but I don't think you need to dam up the water fully. Um, so I don't know about damn. Tell me about damn. Are they good? Are they bad? Do you live by one? You f- feel free to tell me that that would be fine. Uh, yeah, they're, they're probably fine. Uh, damage, damage, damage control. Hope no damage control has to come from any of the things that I said that have no basis in science or facts to my knowledge. This, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, not all the education. You're getting a lot from the words. Maybe not always from me. Damaging, Dammer, and Damascene. I think I'm going to have to pick Dally as the word of the episode. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah, we just need to dally a bit more in life. I think that's what we have to say. All right. This episode was long enough. I think maybe I'll go do some work or just record another episode. Nah, probably do something else for a bit. All right. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information still. Goodbye.